May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing to you, our Savior and Redeemer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, all saints. I am thrilled to finally be here. While my six-week sabbatical was exactly what I needed in order to be ready to jump in here with both feet, it feels like this day has been a long time coming. So I'm grateful, truly grateful for this day. Now, I must admit up front that Martha gave me way too much lead time to prepare for this sermon. She let me know that I would be preaching on this day over two months ago. And so I found myself reading the lessons over and over all of these weeks as if I was preparing for the LSATs. <laughs> or perhaps more apropos, preparing for my Olympic debut. And with that came all of the anxiety that comes with such preparation. But in all of my studying and praying for this sermon, I found myself circling back around, not to today's gospel reading, but to the opening collect. It reads, Grant us, Lord, not to be anxious about earthly things, but to love things heavily. Now, friends, it's too early in our relationship for me to explain to you all of the sources of anxiety surrounding me joining you all here at All Saints. We have to get to know each other better. So I'll share a different story instead. During my last year of graduate school here in Atlanta, I found myself in a predicament that many people who are newly in love experience. It was Thanksgiving break, and I was in a serious relationship. In fact, we're married now. And I couldn't figure out if I should go home to visit my parents or take the opportunity to start a new Thanksgiving tradition with the person that I hope to spend the rest of my life with. So I fretted. I could not make up my mind, and I procrastinated over what to do. On late Wednesday morning, as I was packing my car to make the trip home, I was still filled with anxiety when a friend, Alicia, called to see if she could come to have lunch with us before she left to see her family. Just as the three of us were sitting down for lunch, my now brother-in-law knocked on the door you see, Chris was in college, and he was visiting Atlanta because it's a great place to go partying. He wanted to do some partying before he went home, so he stopped to offer Trina a ride home. But he also came to make sure that we knew that an ice storm was coming towards Atlanta. Now, this was before Snowmageddon. So we weren't paying any attention at all to this so-called storm. 
And honestly, I was so wrapped up in my own anxieties about not knowing how or where to spend Thanksgiving. So nervous about not wanting to disappoint my parents or my significant others that I just wasn't paying attention. And I believe that the other people gathered at table with me that day were filled with their own anxieties that often accompany the holidays. Our lunch was rather leisurely, but as we were finishing up, we were all committed, kind of, to getting on the road that evening. By the time our dishes were put away, it was snowing hard. I remember standing at that window, the four of us staring out as the snow was falling and seeing all of the slush on the road and reality descended upon us as we realized that we could not leave. We were four adults who would be stuck spending Thanksgiving in a tiny studio apartment. It had no dining room table and virtually no food in the refrigerator. When we woke up on Thanksgiving Day, the roads were completely iced over and the closest grocery store was closed. The only place that was open that day was located a very icy half mile away. It was a CVS. So we put plastic bags over our tennis shoes, no one had boots, and we slid our way to CVS where we bought our Thanksgiving meal. Turkey, jerky, <laughs> boxed macaroni and cheese, canned green beans, and stovetop stuffing because you can't have Thanksgiving without stuffing. That evening, we served dinner on our floor table, a reclaimed tabletop that had no legs. My friends, the food was horrible. <laughs> but the experience, the experience was truly heavenly. There we sat, an odd little group, a, a white girl from Agnes Scott, a Georgia Southern football player, my archaeologist's wife and girlfriend, and me laughing and sharing, finding true gratitude in the simplest of things. Friends gathered at table. My siblings in Christ, in, in seasons of anxiety, Today's collect reminds us to place our focus on things heavenly. Put another way, in times of uncertainty or dis-ease, we are called to find and to recognize those moments when heaven breaks through. Now let me be clear. The food may be horrible. The new job will be daunting. Your children might seem spiteful. Transitions will feel overwhelming at times, but my friends, the good news for you and me today is that heaven always breaks through. Heaven shows up in the sound of laughter coming from the children next door. 
heaven breaks through in the sharing of stories with your kin. Heaven shines brightly when someone chooses to forgive us even though we didn't apologize. And heaven shows up when somebody makes a good joke in the midst of our tears. Even in today's gospel, for the peoples whose debts were reduced and for a manager who almost lost his job, heaven broke through. Now, Thursday was my first day here, and I got here just a little early, and as I stood at the door not knowing how to get inside, (laughs) I started to fret and to grow anxious about being here. But just as my anxieties were rising, Reese came around the corner, and Tremaine walked up the steps, At the same time, Martha pulled into the parking lot. Each of them greeted me with a smile and warm welcome. And in so doing, my anxieties began to wash away and heaven broke through. It's like a star bursting through a blanket of darkness. Heaven disrupts our anxieties and allows us to encounter the real and practical love of God. So the invitation for us today is to simply allow the Holy Spirit to change our focus away from that which causes us anxiety and to turn our attention to spaces where heaven is breaking through. So let us pray. Grant us, Lord, not to be anxious about earthly things, but to love things heavenly. Amen.